0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful. Yes, the wonderful, the Arsenio ZSL podcast or YouTube or Facebook today is another one of those amazing segments. You know what? You boy, when you do a quick Google search, you will find some phenomenal questions in regards to the TOEFL ITP structure, written expression, and other tests. So that's what I decided to do. And I ended up finding some questions that were very similar to the M and the S series tests that were about two years ago. Uh, and I know this because I had I took the test 25 to like 35 times. Luckily I was working for a testing center that allowed me to take it. So um, <clears throat> what ended up happening was I got a lot of, you know, I, I figured out so many things in terms of how to break down these different grammatical structures. So if you don't already know, yes, I do have a TOEFL ITP structure and written expression course, if you buy one course at 57, the other one is just 27, okay? The reading course is there, the listening course is there and everything, and so if you want more of these, which are going to be coming out in a rapid rate, on my course, yes, these videos plus some, like today is only 10 questions, but on, of course, the, um, but uh, on my course, there are going to be so many other ones, so you will see lots of sneak peek questions here, Okay, and sneak peek videos here, but the full videos will be on my course as well as the reading and the other ones. Okay, so with that being said, people, we're going to dive into this. We have a number of different things that we're going to be diving into. So let's dive in. Question number one. Space adopted the decimal system of coinage in 1867. So what do we have here? Well, we have basically adopted. That's basically our main verb of the sentence. Right. And then we have the decimal system of coinage in 1867. So basically the followed by obviously a compound noun preposition followed by a prepositional phrase. However, what are we missing? We are missing a subject. Okay. now do not be fooled by The relative pronouns that create the adjective clauses in B and C. It says, when Canada adopted the decimal system of Coinage in 1867, comma. But there's no comma. There's no comma. Why? Because we're not supposed to be using a relative pronoun in this sentence. This is your basic, simple sentence. Subject, verb, agreement. That is it. So B, when Canada and C, Canada, comma, which adopted the decimal system of coinage in 1867, comma, nothing. There needs to be another clause when there's an adjective clause, period. Okay? So now we are left with A and D. A is just Canada, a subject. And D, there was Canada. Well, the problem is there, right? And when you use there, what ends up happening is that could act as a subject, as a sentence, So then basically you have two subjects and two verbs without a what relative pronoun to connect everything. D is a very bad answer because it's basically a subject followed by was, your main verb, followed by another subject of the sentence, Canada, followed by a passive verb or a past participle, which you're going to be creating in this sentence if you do that. Mm -mm. Only a subject, a Canada. Let's keep it going. Number two, we have a correlative conjunction. All right. And so it says here, volcanoes spew forth space, huge amounts of carbon dioxide as well. As well. So that means not only does it do just this, or not only does it do this, but also this. Not only, but also. Not only, but also. Not only, but also. Remember, I told you about these these correlative conjunctions that may be on your test. Therefore, let's look at some of these answers. answers. A, not molten rock, just but. Terrible. B, not just molten rock, but. Ooh. C, just not molten rock, but. Horrible. D, but not just molten rock. No. Remember, not only, but also. Now here, there is no only and there is no also, but we still have the a half correlative, not just molten rock, but not only just molten rock, but also, remember, simplify things in a simpler way. Do not get thrown off, okay? Just by, oh, but it doesn't have only and also, but it still has the first ones, the not and the but. So B would be your answer. So here we go, let's keep it going. Number uh, three, mass production. Okay, and I'm gonna hurry up and zoom this out a little bit more. Mass production technology was essential to, to what? Now, what are we missing here? Well, let's look at some of these answers. It says, A, the automobile industry grew. B, the automobile industry was growing. <coughs> C, the growth of the automobile industry. And D, how the growing automobile industry. B is a horrible answer. Now let's check. Let's check number three mass production technology. That's our subject of the sentence, right? Followed by what? <gasps> oh my God. Followed by the main verb was. So we already have a subject and a main verb. And so, what the hell? How the hell are we going to use A and B? That's another main verb in grew, and another main verb in was. Are we trying to look for dude to do two main verbs without there being a relative pronoun? Uh uh-uh. uh. So, C would have to be the answer to the growth of the automobile industry because it does not have a subject and it does not have a verb. That's how we break it down. People, process of elimination. I've talked about this on so many different occasions. How if you are able to establish that process of elimination and say, hold on, number three, we got a little bit of a subject. We got a little bit of a verb. So to hell with A and to hell with B. And then you look at D, how the growing automobile industry, dot, 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 dot. Normally that sentence should be put at the beginning, not at the end. There it is. That's how we break it down. That's how I break it down. Okay, so here we go. Let's keep it going. The city of Little Rock became the state capital of Arkansas. Space was admitted to the Union in 1836. All right, so here we go. The city of Little Rock became, subject verb, the state capital of Arkansas, but check this out. What's happening here? If we look at this space, what comes after the space? Another main verb, (gasps) Ooh, if another main verb comes, that means there's got to be another subject somehow, right? Affirmative. So then we're going to look at the answers in which have subjects. And we can quickly eliminate the ones that do not. A, in which, gone. D, in which, gone. Now, we have B and Y, it was emitted. And C, when it was admitted. So, Little Rock became the state capital of Arkansas. Mm, It was admitted to the Union in 1836. Is there a why? Is there a condition? No, we're talking about a specific time period, 1836. Therefore, relative pronoun when slotted in, done. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Ooh, this one's going to be good. Number five, this is a non-defining relative clause, okay? So these could be used also as appositives. So number five, modern composers, comma, including mm, employ 12-tone or other series techniques, comma, range widely in their use of tonal centers and emphasis. Okay? So modern composers, including mm, employ 12-tone, range. So modern composers, comma. Okay? So what happens when you have... A non-defining relative clause, we need a relative pronoun, right? And there are only two answers with relative pronouns, A and B. They is a subject. D, anyone, is totally off. So now we've already eliminated two bad choices. We're looking at who have, okay, or those who, there it is. Now, check this out. This is very easy. If we look at have followed by employ, Employ is a verb. How are we gonna put have before employ? Have employ. Now, if employed E D, perhaps that could be used in present perfect, but we cannot. So those is referring to the modern composers. Modern composers, including those, those who who employ relative pronoun before the main verb. Relative pronoun? before the main verb. And the subsequent clause range is your next verb. So, subject, comma, those who employ, obviously, relative pronoun, followed by verb, comma, main verb. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Let's keep it going, people. Number six. Oh, my God. I don't even have number six. I don't know what happened. Sorry, people. Let's go on to number seven. Oh, so much for that. Oh, which is now number six. Living organisms contain more water. Other substance. There's a comparative that is happening here. Okay. Now, if we look at these answers, it gets a little bit tricky, though, because it says, A, then do any other substance. B, does then any. C, do then any they. Oh, okay. And D, then they do any. Now, remember, it's a comparison. So if we look here, living organisms, subject, contain, verb, more water. Now, could you put does then any other substance or then do any other substance? So what's happening here, we don't need a second subject. So we could quickly eliminate which ones? D and C. So now we're left with then do any and does then any, but because it's organisms, we can't use does because it does, he does, she does. So when we look at organisms, it must have been then do any other substance. A is your answer. They get a little tricky, but you could follow it, okay? Let's go into number seven. Tear glands secrete fluids that keep the eyes and eyelids Mm, and wash surface materials from the eyes. So what do tear glands do? They keep the eyelids and eyes. mm. Now it says, and eyelids, what does it do? There needs to be something that explains what these tear glands do. We know that in the answers in ABCD, it says moist, moist, and moist. So we got moist. Now Are we looking at C as moist as? No, because we're not doing a comparison to anything. To be moist, eyelids to be moist and wash surface, absolutely not. Now, you probably got a little bit confused with A because it says and moist and you see and eyelids and moist and wash. No, this is not a parallel structure. We're looking for an adjective that describes what tear glands do okay, for the eyes and the eyelids. They secrete fluids to do what? And what what it does, keep the eyes and eyelids moist and wash surface materials from the eyes. So we're looking for an adjective that describes what tear glands do for the eyes and eyelids. We're not gonna make it complex. It's not a parallel structure. To be moist, absolutely not, and we're not doing it as and as. Oh, she's as fast as, we're not doing that anywhere, any shape, anyhow. Got it? We got two more people. Most young geese leave their nests at an early age, and young snow geese are mm, exception. Not, no, none, never. So, remember, if you are on my course, I break down these very easily. I broke it down from one of my Saudi Arabian students earlier this year. And last year, as a matter of fact, November and December. If we look here, okay, before a TIO ending, which is a noun, you must use no, or no exception, okay? Now, if we were to use not, we must have an article and, not an exception, okay? none. Obviously, that's the most misplaced one and never an exception. So in both A and D, you would have to use an additional article to make sure that it actually forms and it. okay. it you know, it's legit. But if you don't, that's why no comes before just a noun. But if you had an article there, we would have to consider the other ones. So that goes more in detail in my TOEFL ITP structure course. All right. Now, last question. Number nine, Vancouver, British Columbia has a temperate climate for a city situated space far north. Now we have as far north. It needs to be as far north as, right? Just like the previous question. No. Now what we're looking so far north. Now remember, I went over the so, the so that that's also in my course too. But nonetheless, if we look at Very far north for a city situated very far north. Now, if we look here, has a temperate climate for a city, comma, situated, past participle, very, intensify the adjective far, far where, far north, far south, far east, far west, C would be your best answer. By absolutely not. That is a preposition. We are looking to intensify the adjective far. And the only two that we could use for that is both B and C. But the thing is, with so, there are so many other things that we would have to include. I go deeper into that in my TOEFL ITP course. But nonetheless, people, welcome. Welcome. I know you guys are going to love this. Big shout out to everyone. 10,000 views on my Parallel Structure video with like 250 likes. It's insane. Um, And uh, so many beautiful comments from so many people out there. So I just want to say I appreciate it so much. A lot of these videos, it takes about a year, two years, but when they take off, they take off. So I just want to say I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much, for obviously supporting a lot of my videos. If you guys want the course, follow me on my Arsenio ZSL podcast Instagram. If you have any questions about the reading course or the writing course, and you're going to be getting a lot more of this wonderful exclusive material. So with that being said, this is one of the full videos from the course. Okay. But normally if I have 15 questions, you're going to see a sneak peek. And the remainder of that video will be on my course at the very bottom, where it says practice test one, two, three, four, et cetera, et cetera. So with that being said, people, I'll see you in the next video over and out.